Hey, I'm Pastor Dave Ferguson. Welcome to Crosswalk Chattanooga's Weekend Teaching Podcast. We're glad you're with us. Well, good morning, Crosswalk, our family, friends. I hope you had a wonderful and merry Christmas. Good, okay, we have one. Hope you, hope you had a great, great Christmas. And are looking forward to an awesome new year. As we get started, I just want to let you know, by the way, we've got a lot planned for the new year. Next week, we will start a new series entitled New Wine. You're going you're to want to be here for that. I'm glad you made it today uh, at the right time, right place. You're, you're doing just great. I've seen a lot of stuffed animals already today, and that's a good thing. So um, as we get going, I just want to say today... We're going to be in the zoo just a little bit, okay? Some of you live in the zoo, I know, uh, but if you don't and you're going to visit, then that's cool too. We're going to spend a little time in the zoo today, if you don't mind. Um, I don't know what kind of Christmas you had. Ours was a very merry Christmas, uh, although I, we did not really have presents with a TS at the end. We chose instead, we put all of our eggs in one basket, that was getting ourselves out to our middle daughter for her 30th birthday and for Thanksgiving, everyone got out there into California and then everybody came here. Some of you know this last week and weekend, they all left on the 24th. So it was a different kind of presence. We, we celebrated with present, being present with each other and that was just awesome. And I just want to say thank you, by the way, um, to you because you were so loving and warm and welcoming to our kids and our family last week and it made an impression. I love it that we don't just say. We want to maybe love well. So thank you for that. Thank you. Uh, I want to give you this little heads up. So, any kids in the room? You're going to be invited in a few minutes. Not yet. I'm going to give you the instructions. In a few minutes, you're going to be invited to carefully come up the steps and join me on the stage. And the littlest of our littles will invite a parent to come. This isn't your moment to just say, <laughs> no, no, it's not. We, we should end up with the same number of children on this stage afterwards as are here now. Okay? Uh, and when you come, bring your stuffed animals. Had a couple of young men ask, well, can we bring our guitars? Sure, bring them. Zoo guitars, I like it. Um, and maybe, I don't know, because I said this in the little blurb that went out on, on social media, if you got here without any children and a stuffed animal, look for somebody to give it to, or just come on up, okay? I know we've got a, a handful of our older young people who I've asked, if you don't mind coming up and just joining in too, that'll be really helpful, and a couple of other people are going to come up and help us kind of sort things out, because when you do come up, I'm going to invite you, if you can see well, we've got a, we've got a gator up here, semi-tame, we've got a, a bear and an elephant up here in the front, but this is kind of the big cat zone over here, right? So those are the uh, lions, tigers, pumas, that sort of thing. We've got bears in the middle here along with this guy. We have a, a bunch of kind of grazing animals over here. Zebra, camels, and giraffe. And then we got monkeys over there. And what I'm going to invite you to do is you can look around when you get up here. You can look around, but I want you to pick a spot in one of the areas of the zoo, right? 
And then you can kind of just sit down with those animals. You can look around a little bit, but then you'll find a spot. And maybe if you see it, the monkeys, because the stairs are over there, the monkeys are being lonely over here. Maybe you'll go over and join them. But by the way, we're also going to be making some noise today. I hope that's okay with you. Good. Uh, so we're, we're going to get that all together here in a couple of minutes. When you see this picture back on the screen... That's the moment I'm going to invite our children to come and join me and help me tell a story that really happened to my family, okay? All right, all right, all right. Before we do that, you know this passage, right? Ask, and it will be given to you. Seek, and you will find. Knock, and the door will be opened to you. Ask, and you will... Receive. It'll be given to you. I don't know how many of you have been asked what's on your Christmas list at some point prior to Christmas. What's on your wish list for Christmas? Maybe you didn't wait to be asked. And you just said, just so you all know, here's what's on my wish list. Interesting passage. Ask. My mom and now my wife says this all the time to our kids. You don't have because you have not asked. And she is kind of queen of getting things done if anybody were to ask. Ask and it will be given to you. I wonder though, are we tempted to settle for small things? Could it be that there is something grand that God is waiting to give. Okay, well, I'm going to show you a picture of, uh, please keep laughter to a minimum. Um, this, that was bad. I, I, I now have sorted you in my mind into two groups. Those of you that laughed and those of you that went, ah. And we'll talk about what those groups mean in a minute. So the guy, gangly, dude, that's me, and my wife there, and then Sporting the, what we call the palm frond dew is our oldest, Emily. This was a very convenient thing as a young pastor because if she would get loose in the pews, you could still see that happening. Uh, and this, she's just around two years of age. And the story that we're about to think about is of Emily at the zoo when she was just a little younger than two, and I, I will just tell you this, Emily has never been lost in her life. Wherever she's been, she went on purpose. And uh, whether we wanted it to happen that way or not, she is a person who's up to stuff. Whether it be reading in a wheelbarrow before she can read or not. She was in this wheelbarrow actually making all kinds of language-ish noises. And so this particular day, this is a picture from the day at the Washington National Zoo. I should tell you as we get this going that she was there with her cousin, you see, in this little wheelbarrow. Not just one cousin, a large group of cousins. Approximately 10 or so cousins. And maybe about uh, six or seven adults. That should do it, right? 
10, 12 cousins running around at the zoo. You got plenty of hands, Steve. This should work, right? And then our story happens. All right, so we're now ready. Let's see how we do. For our children, you can come up the steps over here, right over here. You'll see where this goes. Bring your stuffed animals. Find your way up. I've got a few people coming up who are going to be helping. By the way, you need to know this. I'm not so sure we have anybody set aside to take pictures today because we're giving all of our, all of our staff a day off. So pull out your cameras, parents. Pull out your phones and get ready to take some some social media worthy photos. Okay, so anybody want to get over here with the, with the monkeys? We need more monkey people. We've got a shark on stage, by the way. I don't know if you noticed. Come on over. There are monkeys. There are zebras and, and giraffes. There are the bears. Sea animal. You can start a sea animal area right over there, okay? <laughs> You just can keep it with you, okay? You can just keep it with you. You're in the zoo. You're right there in the zoo. You're going to be one of the animals. All right. All right. So keep coming on up. The real question is, are we going to survive this? Anyway. Okay. Okay. So you're with that bear. All right. Okay. Now, I tell you what. We're going to need a little pathway right through here. So if you guys don't mind, just scoot back a little bit, just a little bit back there. And you guys can scoot even over this way, just a little bit. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Okay. <clears throat> Again, make sure you're taking enough pictures. And probably parents will also have one big group picture after the service is over. We'll announce that and let that happen. We're going to see how well we do here. All right. How are we doing? Find your spot. Find your spot. Just need a pathway through the middle. Good. You're doing great. Welcome. I like your giraffe. Oh, that dude's got a lion. Yeah, just going to scooch. Why don't you go right over here with the big cat uh, enclosure. How are you guys doing? You guys all right? Do you need to get a little closer? You're, you can find your way. There's more room over that way probably. Okay. All right. All right. Okay. Now. Okay, everybody on the stage, just listen for a second. Shh. Here's the thing. They can't hear us now. You need to follow my instructions very carefully. We're first going to practice some animal noises. Is that okay? And I'm going to really, really, really hope that the people in the area with these animals will give us some good noises. But if you want to join that group, then that's great. But... Uh, let me hear the lion and big cat area noises. Okay, I actually heard Jack pronounce it rawr. Uh, maybe, i tell you what. Can you show them how to make big cat noises? On the count of three. One, two, three. Oh, oh okay. So wait, 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 wait. Time out. Are you going to let the adults... Out-zoo you? All right, all right. So that group needs our help. Let's all join in in a big cat roar. One, two, three. 
Okay, that's, that's what I was hoping for. That's what I was hoping for. Now, if I'm honest, I'm not super clear on the differentiation between the big cats and the bears. Except I do know this, this move right here. Okay, so we're going to now growl like bears, okay, on the count of three, and you guys can join. We're going to growl like bears and do this. You watch and see if your parent does the move, okay? Ready? One, two, three. Good, 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 good. All right, all right. Now, this group here, I'm thinking the zebra might neigh like a horse. So do you know how a horse neighs? <laughs> or just yell neigh. All right, how about you guys? Do you guys know what a horse does? I'm seeing some people go, I got, I got nothing. Okay, shh, everybody on the stage, we're going to test the adults. All right, like, give me your best horse whinny on three. One, two, three. That was a full, that had a, that had, there, was a, there were two, three octaves involved. That's beautiful. Now, we're going to do that same thing. Everybody involved. One, two, three. Yeah, good job, good job. All right, we have one more group. This is the monkey group over here. Monkey group. And they, what, is that kind of thing they do? Well, let's check, let's check with them. Give me a monkey noise on the count of three. One, two, three. Somebody got loose over in this region. I don't know. They could be very strong, so look out. All right, so we're going to all help them. We're going to help them with their monkey noises, okay? One, two, three. All right. Okay, good, 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 good. All right, now I need to introduce our audience and all of our animals to a couple of special people so that we can tell our story. The first person I want you to meet is our zookeeper. Our zookeeper, if you don't mind coming on out, this is our zookeeper, Kelly. Let's give Kelly a hand. Years and years and years of study, an awful lot went behind this moment, so thank you, Kelly. Appreciate that. You can go back to wherever you came from. No. Um, She'll, she'll, don't worry, she will reappear. All right. The other person who's agreed to help me out is Landry. Landry. So, Dad, this is, this is Landry, and Landry decided to bring his dad. So they're going to help us tell this story, and we're going to tell a story of something that happened to my daughter, Emily, but... This did not happen to Landry. He's an actor. All right. All right. So, so Dad and Landry, if you don't mind standing up, and we're going to welcome you to the zoo. And the first thing that we're going to do is we're going to invite you to walk over near the lions. Don't, we can't feed them, though. So we're going to go over near the lions. And again, there were all sorts of cousins and aunts and uncles and everybody with Landry. And now, near the lion area, Landry, would you like to hear what the lions say? Do you want to hear their... Okay. On the count of three, we're all going to join in, and we're going to make the lion sound. One, two, three. Wow, that's impressive. And then Dad and Landry 
walked a little bit further and got to see the bears and the area with the bears. And the bears on the count of three said, one, two, three. Wow, they're not always out of their cage where you can see them. So this is quite lovely. And then Landry and Dad and all the cousins kept looking around. Oh, there is a giraffe and a zebra. And the zebra said, one, two, three. It's a calm zebra. He's napping a little bit. And then they went along. By the way, they passed the bird sanctuary area portion. And what did they say there? Yeah. Just trying to see. Cuckoo! I don't know. Anyway. Finally, finally, Landry, they got to see the monkeys. And what did the monkeys say on three? One, two, three. Yeah, and they were chasing each other around, and it was a big, big day. So much good stuff was happening. Along the way, and let's just be honest, this is the way this works. Dad decided he needed to go to the bathroom. And so he said, okay, I'm going to go, I'm going to go to the restroom, okay? So found where the restroom was. It's past the monkey enclosure. And Landry, you can go ahead with Dad there for a second. Thank you for doing such a good acting job, Landry. I appreciate it. I have to warn you, he's not done yet. So during the period of time, again, this did not happen to Landry and his dad. During the period of time that Landry's dad is off going to the restroom, he leaves Landry with one of his family members. And then dad comes back out. I can tell Landry's going to decide if this works right. About that time, dad comes back out, and he's looking around for Landry. Where is Landry? Nope, that's not Landry. Where is Landry? What do you think, La what do you think dad starts doing? Panicking, getting other people involved, and he starts calling out Landry. Let's all help him do that on the count of three. One, two, three. Landry! And about this time, as parents are just looking everywhere, calling out again, what are they calling? About this time, over a rise on a pathway comes a zookeeper carrying something from a distance you're not sure. And then you start to realize, wait a minute, that's Landry. Landry has done such a great job. Now is when we're going to clap for Landry. <laughs> Kelly, Kelly. And for the zookeeper. How about a round of applause for our monkey group? For our zebra group? Our bears? And our lions? And now, on the count of three, before, and once we do this noise, then you're going to all go back to your seats and you can take your stuffed animals. <laughs> but on the count of three, you get to make whatever animal noise you want, okay? One, two, three. Somewhere in there, there was a, I'm not sure what one of those was, but anyway, you did a great job. 
thank you. And at the very end of the service, after everything is over, I think we're going to try to take a group picture if you want to be involved in that. But go ahead on out that way back to your seats. Landry, thank you for doing such a great job. <laughs> well done. <clears throat> they did such a fantastic job. By the way, some of you were pretty impressive as animals. Some of you weren't, it felt to me, weren't trying hard. Oh, thank you. Thank you for taking seriously my request that you bring animals. Squid. We didn't even talk about the whole aquatic exhibit. But that was pretty impressive, too. I know we had a whale, we had sharks, we had octopi. Is that the right language? I don't know. Okay, an octopus. And some birds. Thank you, guys. Thank you, parents, for making this happen for them. I appreciate it. Thank you, by the way, to our shark for being willing to put what is otherwise I would have to think a very hot costume on. Did a great job. I'm just now seeing the turtle. Spectacular. Pretty good stuff. As the rest are making their way to their seats, I'll just recap for a second. What Landry and Kelly and all of our children just acted out, it actually happened to our daughter. You saw in the pictures, who was very young at the time. I wasn't there. My wife comes out of the restroom and looks to the person who was going to be watching after Emily and says, so... Where, where's Emily? And the response was, I don't know. As if they had totally forgotten that they were supposed to be looking after. She was gone. Now, I would use the word lost. She would argue that she was not lost. She was on an adventure. She was doing this very purposefully. But she was gone. Little palm frond dew and all. She was out. She was gone. You know, it's true. So many great things can also be kind of dangerous. <laughs> if you're a parent, ah, oh, it's an awesome place to take a child. But not an awesome place for your child at two years of age to just run free. I've thought about that story and that zookeeper a lot over the years. Because there's a moment I'm not even able. I'm not, I don't know about this is even happening. I can't do what I would wish I'd be able to do to rescue my baby girl. My wife cannot find her. We're not sure where she is, and this really fun place has become wildly dangerous, and she does not even know it's dangerous. Is that ring a bell? We can be, look, the world, life, it's a bit of a zoo. Pretty entertaining and dangerous. And especially if you don't acknowledge what's really going on. 
And it might be, I, I've, I've regularly said, I, I pray, I have prayed and prayed and prayed that God would send zookeepers into the lives of my children, somebody who could carry them when I can't be there. I've come to wonder, how much different are you? How much different am I? Truly, in this zoo. So, I was thinking about this, and one of my favorite stories, Mark chapter 2, you might know about it. Jesus has become popular. People are crowding around him. There's a, he's in a home, and it's completely full, and in fact, you can't even get to the front door because that's all just surrounded by people waiting to turn to get in, and there's a guy who can't possibly get there in the first place, who can't, and that maybe that describes in some ways something you felt a time or two, that you know that Jesus might be a good place to be, but you just can't get there from here. It's not, there, there's too much injury, there's too much in the way, there's too much boring about it, whatever it is that's keeping you from being able to get into that kind of a room. And you know in the story in Mark chapter 2, four friends decide you're going. Pick up their friend. They'll carve a hole in the roof. They'll lower him in front of Jesus, this paralyzed man. And crazily, these stubborn few who say, we're not going to rest, we're going to carry you to Jesus. And Jesus says this, the story, as Mark tells it, that when Jesus saw their faith peering down through a hole in the roof, there's something crazy that God honors about carrying somebody who can't quite get there themselves. Now, this is not abduction we're talking about. It's rescue. My prayer has been that somebody might be there for my kids when it can't be me. Parents of teenagers and older, you know there are some times when it can't be you, especially because you're you. That's another reason I love you. It's because I can see in you your willingness to carry my children when it can't be me. But it's not just our children, is it? There's somebody here right in this moment, the only, only, only reason they are here to listen, to open, or maybe even to fold their arms and try to protect themselves against the God who is present. The only reason they're here is because you came. Somehow, figuratively, you've carried the load. You've brought Friends, you've said, let's, let's go. It might not be natural for you to want to come into this kind of a community, but let me take you with me. Let's go. It's not just our young people who need someone in the moment of our most desperate times to carry us. It's every one of us. I just want to say, I don't think anybody can make it alone. I think we need each other deeply and desperately. Amen. And I am so anxious to be a community that carries one another. The moment will come when you are weak. When you need it. When I need it. 
I was thinking about this passage that says, ask and it will be given to you. And have you thought about the context in which Jesus says this? What are you asking for? It's not just like I want another Tonka toy or I want a big gator. That's what I want. I want, I want, I want a car. I want a, a new home. I want a job. I want, I want her to say yes and marry me. I want, I've got this whole list of stuff. What is it in Luke chapter 11 that is the context around which Jesus says, ask and I am just waiting to give it. In the midst of that context, two things happen right before this verse in Luke 11, ask, seek, and knock. And it'll be given to you. It will be given to you. So I'd like for you to consider this context as we close this moment in the zoo. The first thing that happens is the Lord's Prayer. The Lord's Prayer, that they've been asking Jesus, teach us how to pray, and Jesus goes through in a couple of different places in the Gospels. We see, we read, we hear, and then we practice the Lord's Prayer. Have you thought, by the way, there's something weird about the Lord's Prayer? Have you noticed this? Okay, who, can, who, can, uh, who can say the Lord's Prayer out loud? Anybody? Our Father, who art in heaven. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll launch right on into King James very quickly. Hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done. Okay, now we get into the part there in Luke. Give us this day our daily bread. Time out, time out, time out, time out. Hey, Jesus, teach us how to pray. Do you notice that when Jesus teaches you to pray, he teaches you to pray as if you're in a community? Give us our forgive us, lead us not into temptation. You may not have noticed that, but central to the teaching of Jesus, central to this passage, ask and it will be given, is his first saying, pray for our bread. Pray about our transgressions. Our forgiveness. Pray like you know you're not alone. But you're in a community. And the second thing that happens is Jesus tells a parable. So you've got the Lord's Prayer. Us, our, us, us. You've got a parable that Jesus teaches. And the parable goes a little bit like this. Jesus says, suppose a friend comes to visit you in the middle of the night and you don't have food for them. And you go to your neighbor and you say, hey, hey, I don't have food. I need bread. I need at least some flour and some oil so I can make the bread or whatever. And it's the God figure in the parable. And even if he's asleep, you knock, 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 knock. Because by the way, it'll say later, if you would give good gifts to your children, surely God would give you even better. He will, he will give you what you need. But here's what's fantastic and interesting about this parable is that the God figure gives the solution, gives the daily bread to us to feed our friend. Ask, and it will be given to you. For what? for our daily bread that goes way beyond. When you already have your daily bread, that we'd be praying for ours. When you've already experienced the grace of Jesus, that you would be praying for ours. When you've been forgiven, that you would be pleading for forgiveness for others. 
That you would say to God, hey, I want to have my steps in line with you and my steps in line with you to help the journey of us. There's a zoo out there. Frankly, we sometimes weirdly go and feed the enemy and aren't respectful of the dangers and think it's all a game. It's not a game. And the only way to make it through all of this zoo, hey, 2024 is going to be crazy. Stuff we don't even know to describe right now. The way we make it through is us. Our. And Jesus says, you ask, and it'll be given to you. For when that friend who doesn't know Jesus comes near you, you get to be Jesus for them. You get to feed. You get to love. You get to give grace. You you get to protect. You get to carry them. And Jesus says, look, you carry them somehow to me, and I see your faith. I am unleashed. So, welcome to the zoo. Children, thank you so much. Landry, thank you for helping us have our time at the zoo. And we're reminded, when you go home and you tuck your teddy bear in at night, and you pray to Jesus, you can know this. He cares deeply about you, and he cares that we would be a family that could carry one another. No matter what comes. So if you're here today, and you're not even sure fully why, I'm suspicious. It's because some of us have been praying that God give us an opportunity to carry one another. And if it's all you can do to show up for a cup of coffee or a beautiful song, that's enough. And you're in the right place. Because we will carry one another and we will pray for one another and we will love one another well, no matter how crazy the zoo gets. Thank you for joining us for this teaching. Consider hitting the subscribe button to stay tuned for next week. If you'd like to support Crosswalk Chattanooga, go to crosswalkvillage.com Chattanooga and click the Give button at the far right of the ribbon at the top. Notice the campus drop-down menu and select Chattanooga. And if you'd like to come and worship with us on a Saturday morning, we would love that. When you do, please say hi to me. I'd love to learn your name. <laughs>